Hello, everyone. This is Lawrence Taylor, and this is Reflection on Scripture. Thank you for listening today. Another episode on Reflection of Scripture. I want to read a passage to you from the book of Isaiah, chapter 55. In Isaiah 55, it says, Ho, beginning at verse 1, Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend money for what is not bread and wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and delight yourselves yourself in abundance. Incline your ear and come to me. Listen that you may live and I will make an everlasting covenant with you according to the faithful mercies shown to David. Now, in this passage, we have an invitation that God offers to the exiled people, people who are in captivity, the, the Hebrews, and he invites them to come to him, and he will show them mercy. I want to expand this, however, because um, this Sunday is our last uh, Sunday of the month, and it's Black History Month. And I just want to give an encouragement to everyone, regardless of what your race may be, uh, to learn something about Black history. Black history is certainly under attack. It's not just in Florida not just with uh, Governor DeSantis, but with other governors too who are going to uh, use the uh, same playbook that he uses. And one of the reasons why they're using this is to say that, look, uh, this uh, history makes people feel bad. It makes white people in particular feel bad. The invitation that you have in this passage in Isaiah is that you can do something that you don't have to pay for. Salvation is something you don't have to pay for. You can do something where it doesn't cost you a lot of money, but it will result in your own edification, your own building up. And I think we can certainly learn that from looking at history. Um, now, if I did a survey and asked people about the civil rights movement, and let's consider the fact that the civil rights movement was one of the most important movements of the 20th century, and I asked them about it. There are two people that they can tell me about. And that's Rosa Parks and Martin Luther King. They don't know anyone else. <laughs> but those are the two that they can tell you about. And of course, they are noteworthy. 
that is Rosa Parks and King, because they made invaluable contributions to the advancement of African-Americans in this country. No question about that. But that movement was so much more than just them. And let me give an example. How about E.D. Nixon? E.D. Nixon was the head of the local NAACP in, in Montgomery, Alabama, during that bus boycott. Well, he was at the vanguard of leading that protest. But if you ask people about him, they know very little about him. How about Lucy Bates? Well, Lucy Bates was the woman in Little Rock, Arkansas, who helped to lead and prepare the Little Rock Nine when they integrated Little Rock High School. She was behind the scene, but she was an invaluable part of that whole movement because she's the one who protected those children. She's the one who made them savvy for and got them ready for the media. Uh, she was uh, an important personality, but very few people know who she was. We all know who, um, or, or I should say many know, who W.E.B. Du Bois was. And uh, uh, remember the whole controversy between W.E.B. Du Bois on the issue of education when he stood up against the most powerful black person in the country at one time, and that was Booker T. Washington. Booker T. Washington promoted his theory of conciliation and accommodation. His, his theory on education was that blacks should not pursue academic education. They should only pursue vocational education. It was Booker T. Washington who gave his great Atlanta speech who told both black and whites that we can be as separate as the five fingers on my hand and one as the hand itself. Now, what does that statement mean? That statement meant was, look, don't interfere with the policy of segregation. Leave it alone. We can still remain separate, and yet we can still be one. Well, of course, whites loved Booker T. Washington. Booker T. Washington uh, theory of conciliation and accommodation said, look, Blacks do not protest injustice. Don't protest against the fact that you're being lynched. Don't protest the fact that you're being shot down and murdered in the streets. The only thing you need to do is focus on learning to be self-sufficient. And if you learn to work with your hands, if you acquire a skill uh, don't pursue some high academic education. If you do that, uh, then you will be able to accumulate enough capital and build yourselves up. Well, you know, there are people who promote that same theory today. And they said Booker T. Washington was a very, very smart man. But along came W.E.B. Du Bois, the first black to graduate from Harvard University with a Ph.D. And Du Bois said, yeah. Vocational education is important, 
He says, but also academic education is important. We need teachers. We need uh, uh, people who uh, can write and, and uh, people who uh, can engage in dialogue and political theory. It is not just being a brick mason. Nothing wrong with that. You know, it's, it's not just working with your hands. Nothing wrong with that. But we need also people who are uh, intellectuals too. Well, uh, Booker T. Washington, uh, of course, came out. It was opposed to that whole notion. Du Bois challenged him. But for a long time, W.E.B. Du Bois was on the sideline. W.E.B. Du Bois said basically nothing about Booker T.'s Washington, Booker T. Washington's theory of conciliation and accommodation. In the midst of or the height of where blacks were being lynched by the dozens every week, Booker T. Washington said, shh, don't say anything. Shh, be quiet about that. Do not engage in agitation. It will only irritate white people. So that was Booker T's accommodation. And, and, and but there was a man, William Monroe Trotter, who also graduated from Harvard, who, a black man, who said, no, 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 that will not do. We are going to protest against Booker T. Washington. Booker T. Washington being the most powerful black man in the nation at that time. So we're not going to allow that to take place. We're going to protest this guy. And, and William Monroe Trotter, wherever Booker T. Washington had a meeting, William Monroe Trotter was outside with, with a group of people, and they were picketing and protesting uh, Booker T. Washington for his theory of conciliation and accommodation. Ida B. Wells, the black woman who really was an educated journalist who wrote about lynching, was out there with them protesting against Booker T. Washington. But William Monroe Trotter said, where is W.E.B. Du Bois? Du Bois was on the sideline. It was um, William Monroe Trotter who challenged Booker T, I'm sorry, who challenged W.E.B. Du Bois and said, that will not do. You will not stand on the sidelines. You're either for us or against us. You're either going to come out against Booker T. Washington or you join with him. You're not just going to sit on the side. And when Du Bois wrote his monumental work, The Souls of Black Folks, he includes a chapter in that book that's titled Mr. Booker T. Washington and Others. And there, Du Bois finally gets the gumption to come out and to challenge Booker T. Washington. And by the way, you ought to know that what happened is that the mantle was sort of handed over to W.E.B. Du Bois, and he was quite capable of handling that situation, and he became the major opponent against Booker T. Washington. That history needs to be told. It is not just Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks. And I think we do a 
children in, in injustice by, by doing that. Of course, the powers that be, as you can see from the leadership of the Republican Party and Ron DeSantis and others, is that they don't want any of these stories told. You know, they, they, they don't want you to talk about uh, how blacks organized and fought against their own oppression. So uh, it is uh, a sad state of affairs that we, we live in right now. Uh, but I think we need to come and drink of this water and learn so that we can be a better informed people. So I'd like to thank you for listening today. Uh, and I just hope that this was beneficial. Until next time, God bless you. Hallelujah. Salvation.